Welcome to the Backrider podcast. I'm really excited to be here. I'm Esa Timoro, also known as Oli, and I'm here with uh, Olaf Boman. What's up? So this is going to be something amazing. I'm super hyped for this. I've never done anything like this, and uh, I don't think you have done it either. No, uh, never. I would have never expected this, but uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it was just a spontaneous idea, but I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's a good addition, because I don't think there's a lot of... Uh, like motorcycle podcast, at least not in the Supermoto stunt riding scene. No, no, I've never seen or heard one before. So uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting. It's a first. So yeah, I'm really excited. We have, a, I think this could be like an introduction episode. You guys get to know us a little bit more. We're going to sit down, have a good conversation, just chill, have a good time. So um, if you don't already know, both of us like make uh, moped videos where we do stunt riding and stuff and do cool moped builds and stuff like that. So yeah. If you check it out, YouTube or Instagram, as the motto, and uh, you're just called Olaf Boomman, right? Yeah, exactly. Both on Instagram and YouTube, so yeah. That's good, good. All right, so I think we're just going to start, like, I think the one of the big things, like, that I think would be an interesting thing to sit down and talk about on a podcast is how we what, how we uh, got into uh, riding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you want to start, or...? Yeah, sure. I mean, it goes way back. I think I've always been interested in like bikes and cars and stuff like that all the way, all all time. But I never yeah. really had money. My family never had money to, you know, afford like dirt bikes or something like that. So it's always been like, mm-hmm. it's always been a dream, but I never had could afford it. Watched a lot of uh, different things on TV. I think. A speedway. I grew up like close to a speedway track, so speedway is a lot. One of the things I watched a lot, and I just like you know biked around. But then I was nine years old. I sold it in Sweden. We have this thing called Jultinia, uh, which is a good way for kids to get <laughs> a little bit uh, business-minded and entrepreneurial and <laughs> sell, go door to door and sell some books for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> Christmas books. Yeah, I did the same thing when I was young. So yeah, I was nine years old. I sold that so I could afford a little 50cc uh, pit bike. <laughs> Chinese, uh, like, it was kind of like, it wasn't anything good, really, but it was my first pit bike. It was winter, you know, drift around outside my house. It was a lot of fun, to be honest. It lasted one and that winter. Was your, and that was your first bike? Yes, first bike, 50cc pit bike, Chinese. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. How did you, like, start? What was your first bike and stuff? Well, um, just like you, I've always been interested in like bikes and everything with engineers inside it. So um, I don't, I don't really know. I think my first like vehicle overall, I didn't really have a bike until I have a moped. But my first vehicle was like when I was around like nine or ten, I think. I got a four wheeler. Oh yeah, that, those uh, are I good think, fun. Yeah, I, I think it was a one fifty cc. So oh, it's pretty powerful, big. actually. Yeah, I I, I go big. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. So I just rode around that and uh, had a lot of fun. But you know, didn't really didn't really think much of it. Um, but later, when I got like I think fourteen and a half and something or something like that, uh, my friends had started to ride mopeds and stuff like that. So that's really where my like interest of bikes kicked in. Uh, and I remember I used to watch a lot of NTK. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, so that's the, and I got really inspired by that. So as soon as I turned fifteen, I bought my first moped, which was a uh, um, Motor Hispania 
Furia. So uh, yeah, and um, you know, just rode around with that, and yeah, that that's kind of how I get into riding, and uh, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. You brought up you watched the NTK. Like yeah, I think, exactly. like personally, when I you know I had my pick bike, and then I had that for like one year, and then I, I got the quads as well as you did. But I I had like a fifty cc uh, quad mm. as well, and then I start watching like uh, super retards and yeah, super retards and the Swedish uh, group of friends called Rakatigara, just yeah, messing yeah, around, having too. fun. But I think super retards was one of those like. His channels that was like on YouTube that was big for me because I thought like, yo, these guys are doing something really fun, you know, they're riding like I, I didn't know what a supermoto was. I thought it was dirt bikes. So it, it <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same, but like yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah, these guys riding dirt bikes on the street, you know, doing wheelies, it's super cool. So I really wanted to to do that. So around that time I started practicing wheelies on a normal bicycle, so you know, I got pretty decent at it. I mean, nothing crazy, but, you know, normal wheelies was something I became good at when I was, like, 14, before I got my Lopez yeah. license. I, I actually never learned how to wheelie a bicycle. Well, except, like, for... I think I learned it for, like, a year ago or something like that. Uh, but I remember, yeah, when I was, like, 14, 14 and a half, when I started to watch NTK. Um, that's when, I, when my interest of bikes kicked in, but I didn't really think I could do wheelies with a moped or I, th- I thought it was really hard so I didn't I didn't even try when I first got a moped uh, but I remember I was I just turned 15 and uh, there was this like fair here in Malmö um, which is uh, Bilsbot it's a magazine with cars and stuff like that uh, so there was a fair and there was a lot of cars and stuff like that and uh, Elot Gröndal was there with his oh. bike and um, yeah, he had a stunt show there. Shout out Elliot. Yeah, he's he's a super cool guy. Uh, but yeah, I watched that stunt show and I thought to myself, damn, I want to do that. I want to learn everything that guy uh, that guy knows. Uh, so yeah, that's where my like passion for wheelies and stunt riding kicked in. So I remember I used to go out every single day with my moped and just practicing wheelies and. Like when I when I uh, got comfortable with doing wheelies, I started to learn more things, and that's really the beauty of stunt riding. There's always something more to learn. Like you can you can never get enough of it. Yeah, for real, there's always something. And that the you, one thing you said there that was really important. I think a lot of people need to learn that if you want to learn wheelies, you need to be practicing every single day. Like yeah. maybe not every day, but you need to you need to be out there as much as possible. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's going to feel impossible in the beginning. You you can't get the bike up to balance point the first day. That's no. not gonna happen. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. But and one another thing there is you need to you need to fall like a lot. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, okay, like well, maybe not a lot but, because I didn't crash that much. No, no, me neither. But I I think it's I think crashing is a important important part of learning. Yeah, uh, because like you, you teach yourself what you did wrong and stuff like that. Uh, and I think I think a lot of people are afraid of crashing, like they always have that fear in the back of their head, like okay, I don't really want to try this because I might crash. And I, I think that's holding a lot of people back. It's the wrong mindset. It's like going into yeah, like yeah, exactly. People like have this mindset that when they're going into something, that why should I do this if I'm going to fail? You need to fail to learn. Like exactly. 
one thing uh, if you don't if you know uh, from Finland, there's this uh, crew called the uh, Stunt Freaks team. Yeah. Yeah. In one day, their videos, they were doing some like FMX jumps, and this guy crashed, and he said, "said like, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I didn't break anything, and I mean, if you if you're not crashing, you're not trying hard enough, or if you're no, not failing or something like that." Exactly. If you're not crashing, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Uh, so yeah, if you really want to learn something, first of all, you got to put in the time, and then you can't be afraid to to crash because it's gonna happen. Yeah, for real. Do you have any like tips for beginners or getting getting to wheelies and stuff like that? I don't know. I mean, yeah, practice, I guess. And I, I know I, I used to watch a lot of uh, like tutorials on YouTube, but I, I can't really say that helped me. I mean, I got a lot of tips, uh, which is, is super good. Like, um, I think that part helped me. But the only thing that's gonna make someone learn how to wheelie is practice. Yeah, for real. But there's one thing that helped me a lot, and I think a lot of people can, you know, use this to their advantage. Because when I started to learn wheelies, I mean, I could wheelie on a bicycle, but the thing that learned, helped me learn wheelies on a bicycle and also on a moped was because, you know, I watched a lot of videos, so I got a lot of knowledge on how the basics work and te- techniques and methods and stuff like that. And then I went out and tried this, so I got some experience. But what really helped me was uh, I was riding with people who who already knew how to wheelie and stuff like yeah. that. So when yeah. I you ride with them, you're going to push yourself to become like them, and they're going to help you, like, oh, just try this or and stuff like that. And look how they are doing it because they might say something, but they're doing something that they forget to tell you. So mm-hmm. look how look at how others are doing it, and then try to replicate it, see how it works, and then trial try to. Okay, I can't say that. Try trial and error. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trial and error. That that's uh, that's a really good part. I remember when I when I was uh, learning uh, one-handers on my bike. Yeah. Uh, I, I I didn't know how to do it. I was like, as soon as I took my left hand off the handlebar, I was like, it, f- it felt like I'm gonna fall. So. I, yeah, that was, I, I was scary, stuck. dude. That was the most scary like thing I learned on a bike. It was yeah. probably one-handers. Yeah. But uh, as soon then I met up with uh, a couple of locals her, uh, down in here, um, and I, I I just asked them like how do you do one handers because like I can't, and that's yeah. and they just say like well you need to uh, like lock your foot under the the shifter or like the shift pedal or whatever yeah shift and lock. as soon as yeah exactly shift lock and as soon as I done that uh, did that uh, I I I made it I mean. The so thing. It's, it's like you get if you ride with people that already knows how to wheelie and like stunt or whatever it's it's just it's these small things that they can teach you that helps a lot yeah and also I it's think. just being around like the energy because uh, i'm kind of like into like uh, business and stuff like that and something i've heard which is i think this is true that if you want to become a millionaire you need to hang around with billionaires <laughs> because it's just going to be in the mindset. It's it's uh, a lot about mindset, mindset, and you know, like because here's the thing: you could know everything, but at the same time, if you're not having the right mindset, if you don't have the right motivation and stuff, and the people pushing you to you know do better, you're not gonna get there. I mean, you can, of course, but yeah, it's gonna be a lot harder. I think if you don't have like the people around you push you and the right energy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The, the mindset is really important. Just don't give up. That's basic. 
do what if do if if you do do what you like and don't give up. That's just yeah. You you can you can do anything. Like there's a million opportunities. You just you not you just need to focus and like try as hard as you can. I would say. All right. So I think another thing that is really interesting. I think. I mean, this is one of those topics that you you can talk about forever, and that is uh, what's our dream bike? Like, what's the bike? If you could choose one bike in the world or in one category, what would it be? Because uh, this is one of those like you can never find an answer for this. No, no, this is this is a, such a hard question. Like, there's a million a million different bikes, and like, I think they're all good at uh, specific things. So yeah, it's really hard to choose. I think I've, I, I, we talked about this a bit yesterday when we were like brainstorming about ideas to talk about on the podcast. And yeah. I think I found what my dream bike is. Like, no kidding. I found it. Like, this thing is just perfect. So, okay. personally, I'm a big two-stroke uh, two fan. I've not ridden that many four-strokes. I don't have that much experience with four-strokes. But I think yes. two-strokes are a lot more fun and they sound a lot better. So, yeah. uh, I followed this uh, page on Instagram called Two Stroke Madness or something like that. And they posted a reposted a picture of a, I think it was like a 2018 or something like that, KTM SX250. Uh, and it was the most clean KTM I've ever seen. And it's just perfect. I mean, I love the SX model because it's just, the body just flows so good and, it, and it's a two-stroke. I mean, that's just a big plus right there. Yeah, definitely. Well, personally, I, I don't know. I would say if I have to choose one bike... It would have to be a supermoto just because of the versatility. I mean, you can do everything on a supermoto. You can take it to the track. You can take it into the forest, like just everywhere. Like there's no other bike that you can do everything with. Uh, I I wouldn't say it's like really good. It's or well, let me let me rephrase that. It's not perfect at anything, but it's really good at everything. Yeah, that that's about right. Like that sounds. Yeah, that's a good description. Yeah, so, uh, but I don't know. I, I really love the two strokes, specifically the sound. I mean, they're, they're, they sound amazing. Uh, but I don't really know, like, if I only had one bike, I'm. Ah, this is hard. I mean, I okay. love the two strokes, but the Let- four strokes, they just have, a, I would say, like, a, a easier power band. Like, they have, they have power everywhere. Yeah, like, for, for example, you do a lot of, like, uh, stunt riding, like, like uh, for example circle wheelies and like stunt yeah. lot kind of things and yeah. i think yeah exactly four strokes are definitely the king when it comes to that because you can just turn up the idol you always have power where you need it and yeah, stuff exactly. like that and i think that's a big misconception misconception for people uh when it comes to uh, stunt riding and stuff what type of power and like what engine and what setup and stuff like that you're on it kind of depends on what you want to do because if you want to do like stunt lot things like circle wheelies and you know that kind of stuff you definitely need to have a reliable power you need to know where the power is at all time like you need to have power at all time right yeah yeah definitely four stroke or if you're on a moped like 50cc you want to have it that's why a lot of people ride with stock exhaust because you always have power yeah and that's the thing with mopeds and stunt riding like for for say i have i had an 80cc cylinder on my uh, beta uh, but I had the original exhaust, and a lot of people ask me, like, why? Like, you're you're <laughs> you're, you're losing so much power. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm doing stunts, and 
like the original exhaust it has it has such a low power band so it's perfect for for like stunt riding because you want the power in the low revs there because you're not really like in the power range at all times yeah for real like i mean if you're like i am more of like a i i I've tried to do circle wheelies, I still haven't got it down, I really want to learn it, but I, I do mostly like straight line wheelies. And yeah. for that, I mean, of course, that might be a better of like a two-stroke, high revving, high high uh, horse, uh, having power at high RPMs, uh, compared to like a four-stroke, because you can just go straight line and just power wheelie and stuff like that. But yeah. at the same time, I prefer stock exhaust as well, because, for example, now I have a 7cc beta, or it's not going to be 7cc anymore, spoilers alert, but... <laughs> I had some CC beta with uh, a stock exhaust, and people like going at me like, you can't have stock exhaust with the 70cc because <laughs> you need to have tuning exhaust, you need to do 150 kilometers an hour in a wheelie. Yeah, uh, yeah whatever people in the comment section come up with the most ridiculous <laughs> things ever, but um, it's just the crazy thing about 70cc and stock exhaust is because if you go under balance point on a normal 50cc or if you have a high revving exhaust, like you're you're not gonna get it back up again, or most no, likely not. No. But with uh, I, this, you can barely, pretty much get it up anywhere. Like you're always gonna have power. Yeah, exactly. And I, I really noticed that when I switched from my original exhaust on my beta to uh, the the turbo kit high quality ADCC exhaust, because that was a really high revving exhaust, yeah, and for real. I, it was it was really hard to do wheelies because as soon as you got out of, out of the power band, it just it wouldn't pull up again. So. Yeah, but it's yeah. a lot of fun though. That's the, that you can't take that away. It's a lot of fun with no. a lot of power, but you know, depending on what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. So I think okay, if dream bike, um, if let's say like in the category for like stunt lot, and then let's say for like normal, just go out, shred the streets, have fun, like. Yeah, I would say stunt lot. It would have to be like um, some kind of four fifty. Yeah, I- I'm not sure which one because. Like KDM is really good because there's a lot of parts to them, but uh, on the other on the other hand, like everybody rides a KTM at least here in Sweden. So I I really don't know, but it would have to be a 450. And for the streets, I'm, I might actually go two stroke there. So maybe like a 250 or a 300. Yeah, so, yeah. I think here's the thing. I I don't have any experience with like o- over 100 cc on two-stroke bikes, but I think it 125 sounds cool, but I think, like, it's just it's just a flex to have a 250 two-stroke. Yeah. I would say, like, the 125s, the, the sound, oh, my God. Like, they rev so high, and the sound is just amazing on the 125s. But, like, if you're going, like, on the highway and stuff like that, you're always, like, in a, in a high-rev range, and... It's not really good for the engine, so I would say for the streets, I would I would love to have like a little bit of extra power. Yeah, yeah, well, of course. If you want to do highways and stuff, maybe two fifty. And two yeah. strokes are just maintenance, dude. Like I don't know because people say different. Some people say you need to like do super strict maintenance uh, schedule. Uh, follow that is like change oil every twenty hours and stuff. And for example, like I I ride a lot and twenty hours like that's nothing for me. Like I that no. I mean, I probably spend like two or three hours every time I'm at the stunt spot. Like two hours probably. Yeah. Uh, maybe like one hour riding. And then I ride like at least one hour outside of stunt spot. So that's like a week for me. One, two weeks. Okay, two weeks maybe. 
Yeah, but I think I think the the maintenance depends on how you ride the bike. It, like, say you have a a dirt bike and you're like doing track and always like full throttle pinning yeah. the thing, then you need to do maintenance like often. But if you're just riding casual street riding, maybe popping popping a, a couple of wheelies now and then, I don't really think you uh, need like super strict maintenance. That's true. That's true. So I think really it's like it, it depends. Yeah, but at the same time, like maintaining your bike like a lot instead of and then because two strokes here's the thing, two strokes are pretty easy to work on a four stroke. If that breaks, like yeah, it's just gonna have a fun time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, really. Yeah, that and that's the that's one more benefit of a two stroke. Like let's say just changing the the piston or whatever. If you're experienced, let's say it's it takes like one maybe two hours. But on a four-stroke, it's just you need to take off the whole like uh, valve cover, and uh, you need to check the valves, and it's just a lot more things to do. But then again, like four-strokes might or might not be more reliable. I don't, I don't really know, but you know, yeah. I think that depends on how you ride it, and how. Yeah. But at the same time, like I know a lot of people who like destroy their bikes, and some are some like people who just don't take care of the bikes. Those bikes last, and then the people take care of their bikes. They last, so yeah, uh, or they break. Course. I mean, so that's just, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it comes down to luck, main mainly. Yeah, I would say luck is a part of it, of course. Yeah. Okay, here's a, here's a, like an interesting. Like I, I I don't know if I I I think I know the answer to this, but I yes I was thinking about this when I tried to go to sleep yesterday. Uh, why did you start making uh, bike videos? Me? Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't... <laughs> actually, I I don't know. Like, for real. I was just... I had this idea. Like, I've, I've always been interested in YouTube and stuff like that. I had, yeah. uh, like, when I was young, I had a, like, Minecraft channel, which is really cringy, but... <laughs> I think everyone had, have had something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I made, like, Minecraft videos or whatever. Um, and when I was... Like uh, 14 to 15, I had like a Twitch channel where I streamed with my friends and that was a lot of fun. Uh, so I always had an interest in like entertaining, I guess. Um, and, it, it, and it runs in my, my family as well. My my dad has been doing, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, basically like theater, I guess. Okay, I, yeah, I see. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like yeah, and one day I just I was going on a on a moped meet, and I just thought to myself, okay, I'll I'll grab my GoPro and I I'll make a video of this. Uh, it wasn't really nice, but you know, I did it, and then like a week after that, I was I was thinking to myself, okay, let's do another video, and then yeah, I just rolled on from there. That's awesome! Like just taking action. Yeah. With this podcast, that's the same thing. Like, this was just an idea, like, yesterday, and now we're sitting here recording it, so... Yeah, you you don't really, really have to have a plan with it. Just just do it and see what what it becomes, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if if you start and just get the ball rolling, you can, like, figure things out as you go. I think that's... Because I I do this all the time, I get stuck up in planning, because, like, don't get the ball rolling, and that's, like, dangerous, because then you're never going to do it. Exactly. Or you might do it, but the possibility of you doing it is going to be lower. Yeah, of course. 
So yeah, how how did you get it to uh, get into making videos? I already knew when I was like watching Super Retouch that I want to make uh, uh, motor vlogs, or I, I I didn't even know it was called motor vlogs back then when I was like ten years old. I knew that I want to do like motorcycle videos. Yeah, and uh, so the funny thing was I started making YouTube videos back in 2012, like the end of 2012. So it's a while back. It's like eight years this year. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah. And uh, the funny thing was I made like, uh, you know, Minecraft videos <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> for like one year. I could probably like one video every other month because it took like five years to make a video. And <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even know what I was doing. And then I was like 12, probably. No, 13. I was starting uh, seventh grade. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to become a big YouTuber. So <laughs> I uh, downloaded uh, Sony Vegas uh, editing software and I downloaded OBS as a recording software and started making uh, different gaming videos on different, like, pretty much every game I owned <laughs> and tried to, like, make something happen. I Nothing happened, okay? Like, yeah, big fail, but like, so much I've learned from it. It's insane from, like, learning to edit and stuff. So I did that for, pretty, for uh, since I was 13. And then I turned... 14, I think. Uh, I went to this uh, bike show where I live, a custom bike show. It's a lot of like cool bikes and stuff. And they have a stunt show there um, at this uh, bike show. And one of the riders at the stunt show was uh, Rob from uh, Super Retouch. And the thing was, I had forgotten about Super Retouch and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and I saw him wearing a Super Retouch like hoodie or some shit when he was doing like the stunt show. And I just got so hyped up. I'm like, super retards, <laughs> like, what? They're here in my town and stuff like that. So I get really hyped. And then I went up to talk to him. I was super shy. And uh, I, I went up to talk to him. And he was just, he's just the nicest guy ever. And he just, yes, yo, you want to come in and uh, test sit the bike? And I was filming. I was filming the Thai stunt show. I have it uploaded on YouTube, privated now, I think. Maybe it's not privated. I don't know. But I have it, everything recorded. And I went up there, and he's like, yo, you can come in here, and you, you can see the bike up close, so you can <laughs> sit on it, you can record it if you want to. And it was just the coolest thing ever. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm going to yeah. do this. And the funny thing was, I came back the next year. I started making yeah. some motor vlogs. Because I was just like, you know, watching, you know, Motor Bro. And because of, I think, okay, now I'm just make, mixing it. I'm making everything confusing right now, because I'm just so hyped up. <laughs> I need to breathe. No, no, no. Okay, so, okay, I went to that stunt show when I was 14, and then later that year, I turned 15, I got my license, and during that year, I've been trying to learn everything about, like, motorblogging and stuff like that, so I started watching Motorbro, Sackos, Grammy Beer, and just every motorblogger you can think of, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, probably not, but, you know, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, here yeah, though, okay, I've got GoPro mount on my helmet now, I got like, edit. I started using a Premiere around that time and then, you know, I made an edit and it got way more views than any of my other videos and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this. So, uh, we got the bike fixed up, I started to ride and I just, I just took like a clips and put it to music, I was doing wheelies, I was just riding with my friends, it was, <laughs> it's kind of like hilarious, it's up on my channel, like the first videos I made. It's just me riding, and they just cut, 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 bump, like, on the music. But I thought it was yeah. super cool. And the funny thing was, I went back to the stunt show the next year, and I talked to uh, Rob, 
because I was filming. He was like, yo, you're the guy who f- was filming last year. Your video was pretty cool. I was like, yo, really? what? Yeah, for wow. real. So that was pretty cool. And I was just, I just, I, I was super hyped up and just, you know, I think I even have the video from that year on my channel as well. Um, but I got like 50 views. It was the most, the, it's the, my video was the least amount of views for real. Yeah. But yeah, I was super hyped up and uh, after that I just kept going and the case started following me around the same time. Like I had like 30 subscribers and uh, yeah, I was just super hyped up and I think like it's just I had a lot of fun and that was the most important thing because I wasn't having a lot of fun with gaming videos. So coming over to the motor vlogging scene was just fun to have fun making videos and riding and everything. Yeah, and I think that's a really important part of like YouTube in general. Like you need to, if you have a YouTube channel, you need to do something that you're really like passionate about. You can't just like, okay, I'm going to start a gaming channel when you're like gaming like one one day a week or something like that. And you don't really have a, a big passion for it. Facts. So yeah. I mean, I got some like views and stuff on my channel and subscribers, but I wasn't enjoying it at all. And also the gaming community for some reason is super toxic. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> so coming over to the bottom vlogging scene, I mean, making um, garage videos when you work on a bike, <clears throat> you're going to get roasted by the comments. <laughs> but if you make <laughs> edits where you're just out riding... People love it and they give like feedback and they're like, yo, it's awesome to see you back. This video is better than the other one. And yeah, it depends on what content you make, but edits a lot of fun. Yeah, edits are really fun to make. And, and when you get that feedback and people say like, this video is good, that's that's so like driving, I guess. It's, yeah, it's, it's really fun to hear. Yeah, it's motivating. Exactly. Uh, and, and you talked about that Rob, he was, he's, he said to you like, uh, or he was really nice to you in, in general. Yeah, yeah. And I think real. that's a big part of like the, the motorcycle community and like the, the Swedish moto, like moto YouTuber community. Like everyone is so, so nice. Yeah. I've never met a, a, like, I never met a YouTuber or like people or like, I, <laughs> uh, I never met like a. a, a, a <laughs> shit. No, but I never met a like a guy with a motorcycle that's been that's not been nice to me. Like everyone's just so nice. Yeah, and it, it really like it motivates me like a lot. Yeah, it's fun. Like you just go up to talk to someone who rides a bike, and you're just having a good time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, really? a lot of people I ride with the most, like, there's just people I either got random DMs from on Instagram or just uh, just went up to talk to in real life and just like, yo, what's up, bro? And t- talked and, and you're riding and you're, like, best friends. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh... Yeah. Ooh. Okay, so, um... What bike will you be riding this year? I don't know. <laughs> I got my beta, but uh, okay. This for okay. If you're watching the podcast, you're the real one. So we are just going to say. I'm just going to say this here because if you're watching this, you deserve to know it. But I took out the engine of my beta to put in my MRX. So I could get that sold, so I can have money to fix up my beta. Uh, so I'm going to ride the beta 50cc with stock exhaust, stock carburetor, everything like that. A stock setup, a stunt setup, looking good. Um, I was going to sell the beta because 
yeah, I need the money. But I feel like if it wasn't the right thing to just let it go this early. So I'm fixing it up and then hopefully I'm getting my motorcycle license. I have the test, riding test booked. I have a bike uh, under control that I'm going to be using for the test. And if I pass that, I will get a 125. What 125 so, I will get, I don't know yet. Yeah, there's there's so many options. And 125 seems to be really expensive. So, so Yeah, uh, for real. Yeah. I've been thinking but, about it. Because a two-stroke supermoto would be, of course, a dream. But yeah. the reliability are not is not that like they're not that reliable from what I understand, depending on how you ride it and take care of it. Yeah, of and course. then fuel, and then they cost like a fortune for a, for someone that doesn't have a job to buy and maintain. So I was thinking maybe I should get a Grom just because just for the summer, just to ride. Uh, because I talked to people who, who own Groms and they're like, it's so much fun. And then you don't pay anything for it. You buy for like two, 20,000 Swedish crowns, which is like 2,000 euros. And then you, you know, nothing, like you can ride an entire week on one tank of gas and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun for no money or some yeah. money, but. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's crazy with the Groms. They they have so good fuel economy, uh, like compared to the two strokes. Uh, because the true strokes they just suck up fuel like nobody's business yeah for real uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah um i don't know if you know but if you have seen my youtube or my instagram you already know i have a uh, husky wr125 that i just bought so that's gonna be awesome i'm currently working on my driver's license uh, and fixing it up for inspection so yeah th that's that's probably what i will be riding this summer Dude, that uh, thing is crazy. And knowing what you did with your beta, dude, I can't wait to see what you do with this thing. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm so excited. I mean, I don't even know what to say, but I have a lot of plans with it for it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just going to do, it's just going to be amazing. And uh, I'm not even speaking about the power on that big, because the power on that thing is amazing. I mean, you just pull the, the, um, the throttle a little bit and it goes up on the back wheel. No problem. It, it's just yeah, it's cool, crazy. Man. It's like like thirty five horsepower or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think the previous owner said it was uh, thirty seven. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's, that's a big jump. Like you had an eighty cc beta, but your setup was not optimized for power. It's probably like you know twelve, thirteen horsepower maybe in your beta. Yeah, yeah. And then going up to thirty seven, dude. <laughs> that's a big jump. Yeah, really. for real. I, I, I actually like calculated, uh, I was looking on uh, a BMW 330i and yeah. my my Husky has more horsepower per kilo than a BMW 330i. That's crazy. So, yeah, that, that's that's honestly pretty wild. They're talking about like power to weight ratios and stuff like that. Um, if you know Kinagsar on Instagram, it's a Norwegian <laughs> supermoto. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to call him, not YouTuber maybe, but he's a big guy on Instagram. He has a 500cc two-stroke. Uh, it's a uh, actually like a 250 300 Husqvarna with a BRC 500cc two-stroke kit on there. And bro, if you haven't seen it, go check him out on Instagram. Gnagsar, big shout to you. Craziest supermoto in the world, to be honest. Yeah, that thing's, that thing's crazy. But it's like it's the power... Ooh. But the thing with that thing, it has like 
I think he said like it's going to be around 70 horsepower and now he is like doing a weight reduction build on it so he's down to like 90 something kilos which yeah. means he has more power to weight ratio he has more power per kilo than a Lamborghini Huracan <laughs> that's ridiculous man that's yeah, so real. crazy I mean he has 70 horsepower or the same weight that's my beta that has like 3 horsepower has yeah <laughs> and then that's the beauty of two strokes, man. What can I say? Yeah, for real, it's they crazy. Weigh, they weigh nothing. Yeah, that that bike is incredible. Like drive. I, can you imagine like driving a five hundred two stroke? No, but I want to try it for real. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. That would be awesome. But I I was looking it up. I if someone could let me know, like if this is true or not. But I uh, googled what that case costs and I the only price I could find is 7000 euros for a cylinder kit with like crankshaft and stuff like that but the, what the rebuild kit to put on a 500cc cylinder with crankshaft and everything you need I don't think you get the exhaust though is 7000 euros damn <laughs> I don't think he paid that though but he probably no, but got still. the bike used or something but 7000 yeah, here you go euros. BRC 500cc conversion kit uh Today, 7,500 Canadian dollars, and you get exhaust, cylinder, top end, I mean, you get the entire cylinder kit, all gaskets for the engine, you even get the, oh, you even get the engine block, so, okay, okay you get an entire 500cc engine. Oh, wow, damn. So, for the KTM, and I think also, uh, uh, maybe the Husqvarna, but, so, okay, I guess that makes more sense, and you get, like, an FMF exhaust, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, but still, like seven thousand dollars—that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you can buy almost a brand new bike for that. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. But I, I would love a bike like that. Damn. I mean, if you if YouTube works out, like you might be able to do like a crazy build on that, and you because then if you make a YouTube series building a five hundred cc two stroke, and you they got some followers, I mean that will pay for itself. Yeah, I guess. And dude, I think a five hundred cc two stroke build on YouTube would do really well. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. But th- have you seen that? Uh, I thought I saw a YouTube uh, a video on YouTube that was like a seven hundred cc two stroke. Oh, yeah, Stunt Freaks team built a seven hundred cc. Yeah, yeah, Stunt Freaks team. <laughs> I mean, that's even seven hundred cc. Yeah. <laughs> At what point does it become too much? Yeah, and I, I wonder, like, how big is the difference from a 500 to a 700? Because it, it can't be that big, right? It can be that big, though. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But let's... I'm just, like... Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Do you know, like, how many horsepower has does it, like, 300 have? I think general? it's around, like, 50, 60. Okay. De- depending on, like, uh, it always comes down to exhaust and ports and carburetor and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of course. But I can Google it right, right now. KTM, uh, let's just do SX250. Has no horsepower. Okay. Uh, no horsepower. Ah, rip. <laughs> Yamaha YC300 two-stroke power. I don't even think there's a 300 YC, though. But okay, uh, 250 YC two-stroke. <laughs> Why is there no power on any other these bikes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a uh, Yamaha YC. This is a. 
Okay, so 250cc single cylinder water cooled Yamaha YC one, uh, 250 has 48.8 uh, horsepower stock. Really? Damn, I thought it would be more. But if you put, I think if you put on like an FMF exhaust and stuff like that, you will have more power. But I mean, still, yeah. that, that's almost 50 horsepower. That's yeah, that's a lot. Good. Of course. And they, they weigh uh, 96 kilos. So that's... Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, this is our first podcast. I'm really interested to hear what you guys think about it. If you have any tips what we can improve. Because this is our first time. I mean, it, it's going not going to be perfect. So we need your guys' uh, input to help us improve this podcast. And make it awesome. So all feedback is appreciated. Whatever, whatever you, wherever you can uh, let us know. It will be highly appreciated to, you know... Let, get to know where, what we can do better in the future to improve the listening experience so you guys can enjoy this even more and uh, yeah I think this podcast is going to be up on Spotify YouTube and probably some other pro- platforms as well we're working on it but Spotify and YouTube is going to be the main ones which I'm really excited about yeah th- th- this is crazy I, I would me- I have never seen myself like I would have never seen myself doing a podcast I mean the crazy thing is like do you, do you listen to podcasts uh, yeah, a little bit. I wouldn't say I re- listen to like every day, but yeah, once in a while. How about you? I the thing, funny thing was like a few years back, I was like podcast, like what that is just something that I would never do. Like who would watch listen to a podcast? But then I started listening to if do you know Face Clan? Yeah, they had this uh, podcast uh, thing, Facecast. I think it was back in twenty eighteen. And I started lo- listening to that because it was just so much fun. It was just a vibe. All the face guys just sitting down talking with, like, designer and uh, just big, like, artists and stuff like that. It was really interesting. And then they stopped it. And I- and Logan Paul started uh, his podcast, Impulsive, which is super exciting <laughs> and interesting because they bring on a lot of big people. And some people like, yo, Logan Paul is Logan Paul, but... <laughs> He actually has changed <laughs> and his content has become better. And also the podcast is a whole different side of him. So it's really interesting. And then, yeah. you know, start listening to different podcasts here and there. And uh, my favorite one right now is uh, Mom's Basement by Face Banks and those guys. So I've, I was just like, why not start a podcast? I just want to talk and have a good time. So Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's really the beauty with podcasts. Like, it's just... It's just a couple of guys like sitting down and, and, and talking to each other. And I think I think a lot of people enjoy that because I think in some cases YouTube videos can feel like a bit scripted. Even though if they're not, like when you start filming, you already like have an idea of what you're going to do and uh, like what you're going to talk about and how you're going to say it and stuff like that. That's often not really the case with podcasts. It's just it's just raw, I think. Yeah, it's more raw, it's more authentic. I mean, you feel like you get to know the person more instead of just, uh, you know, what should I say? Like, I mean, a video, I know, even though it's just, you know, you just go with the flow, it's still going to feel, like, controlled and not going to feel, like, even if it feels real, it's not going to, like, you you get another feeling for a podcast. It's hard to explain, but if you watch a podcast, you understand it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, speaking of the, the only really podcast I watch regularly, or I wouldn't say regularly, but like sometimes, uh, that's the Misfits podcast. I don't know if you have seen it. I, I've heard of it. Wait, wait, who is uh, the cast? 
uh, it's uh, fit and uh, like swagger souls and yeah that whole like Australian crew does like CSGO videos and stuff like that they're really funny but they're like really they're really like raw they just say anything so yeah yeah Australians <laughs> that's just what they do <laughs> yeah exactly but they're really funny so yeah wait misfits podcast because uh, the thing is I've heard of this but I've for some reason, I didn't recognize any of those names. I don't know how I've heard of it, but... Uh, wait, they well, did an episode with uh, Anomaly, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's where I know of it. Because I saw it. The, uh, one of the clips come out on my uh, YouTube homepage, and I watched it, and it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, if you got a time, I really recommend it. Because, yeah, as, as I said, they're really funny. Yeah, Australians, like, for real, like... I don't know what it is, but they're just raw and straight to the point and don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's really how, <laughs> how it is. Oh, and the accent, man, I love the accent. For yeah, real. for real. <laughs> it's like a combination of uh, United Kingdoms and America. Yeah, yeah. The best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... I wanna if, if there is there a, okay now I'm getting way off point of like bikes and stuff like that but no but it's anyways, okay yeah is there a, a difference between an Australian accent and a New Zealand accent that's a good question like <laughs> I think I thought about this once but I don't remember what I came to a conclusion of but I don't know depending probably where you live though but I think there is of course a difference but too big of a difference I don't think it is no, no, it's probably a minor difference. <laughs> yeah. Like random question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mind's just rolling away. I don't know. No, but that's, okay, that's, but that's fun with the podcast because you can talk about anything. Even though if the main topic of the podcast is about bikes, we can still like keep it real and just talk about stuff, you know? Yeah, of course. Um... This is actually a pretty interesting question. Um, what What are your biggest goal or biggest goals for twenty twenty? Yo, oof. I I can let you take that one first because I don't know. I have a lot and yeah, yeah, yeah. I've thought about this and I would have to say, like, my honestly, my biggest goal of of twenty twenty and or like any year for that matter, it's just having an awesome time. Yeah, for like, real. I, I just want to ride my bike and uh, like have a really good time with my friends. Uh, but then of course I want to make videos. I want to grow my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm currently coming up on 1,000 subscribers. Uh, so that's uh, a big goal of mine. And uh, also like getting my driver's license for my 125. See, I have a lot of goals this summer or this year. But my main goal right now, or like ever, is just really having having fun, having an awesome time. Yeah, for real, like yeah. having fun, being positive, being around good people, good energy. That's that's what matters. Like that's just probably like the most important thing. Is if you're not having fun, if you're not enjoying it, like you're you're doing something wrong. Or I mean, that depends. To be honest, for me, like happiness is the most important thing. But sometimes yeah. you need to do things that you don't enjoy to get to the point where you will be ultimately happy. I mean, 
I think happiness is a journey because you're not gonna get to a certain point and that's when you're gonna be happy. I think you're gonna be happy working towards something that you, I don't know, what, like, hmm. I don't think happiness comes from doing something like you know you do this or you get this you will be happy. It's it's the no, journey of no, 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 no. working towards something that you know whatever it will be. Yeah, so, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. That that's that's a really good explanation. I think it's important to like. I think instead of chasing happiness, I want to maintain happiness. And I mean, of course, some days you need to do shit that you don't want to do because it's gonna help you in the long run. Yeah. Math test, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna help me in the long run, but sure, if that's what I want to do, you know, that's it's gonna help me. But I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, that that's actually a really good explanation. Or yeah. But I think the big goals for this year, of course, is have fun, and I think yeah. Uh, you know, I want to do some cool projects. I want to do some cool stuff. And I really want to... I don't know. I'm just all over the place. I want to get, like, focused. I want to get in a better mindset. I mean, of course, I feel like... I don't know. I'm just all over the place. Like, one week, I am, like, super hyped, super motivated, super, like, going. And then for some reason, like, I can wake up in the morning. I'm like, you know you know what? I'm, I don't have any motivation left. And I need to... I really want to learn this year. One of my big goals is to learn to be persistent, to be... You know, even if I wake up in the morning and feel like I don't want to do this, I still gonna do it because I know yeah. in the long run it's gonna be worth it. And it's just I don't know if you get it as well, but I don't know. Like yesterday, for example, I was super hyped, and today I woke up and I'm like, you know, like I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm just not hyped, <laughs> you know. But then I got on the call now with you, and now I'm like super fired up. So I think it's the people you spend the time with, you're surrounding yourself with, and the energy. I think. Yeah. yeah. Really. Really. And yeah, I can see myself in that as well. But uh, like, just like having a, having that consistency with like making videos and and just like going on. Uh, I think that's a that's a really important part. So yeah, and and I also forgot to mention another goal of mine this summer uh, is making some kind of. Well, let's just call it a bigger project. Yeah, yeah. Um, if. I know a lot of you guys probably have seen NTK and know about NTK. You've probably seen his uh, 50cc stunt movie. And If you haven't, yeah, go watch it. Yeah, it's really amazing. I would really recommend watching it. It's just like, I think it's like 50, 48 minutes of pure awesomeness. It's it's amazing, really. So if you haven't watched that, go watch it. But yeah, I, I, wa- I don't really want to say too much, but let's just say I want to make a... A, a bigger and more ambitious project. Yeah, I think if, I think it's good that you're not saying what it is because you're getting the interest up, and it's also like if you say what it is and they make something different, people are gonna be like, "Yo, you told us can be this, and you didn't make yeah. it." You know, even if it's still yeah. awesome, you know, I mean, even if it's better what you made, it's not what you said it was going to be, and that's where people are gonna be like, "Yo, what happened to this?" Instead of "Yo, this is awesome." Yeah, exactly. And to be completely honest, I don't really know 100% what I want to do yet. Uh, but yeah, I guess I'll figure that out. <laughs> but I just have this plan to make... I don't know, I, I want to make something something ambitious that I, that I really like put a lot of time into. And, I, and when I release it, I can be like, 
yo, I made this. This is this is this is good. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just just put something out there that this is like this is what I can make. I, it's instead of being like I feel like 2020 is the year of like quality over quantity. I, it's always been like yo, you need to put out daily videos. They need to be. They don't have to be that good and stuff. But I feel like you know this is the year. Of, of course, you get pump up qual- content. But even like, do you know Gary Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V? No. Uh, I, I can search him up. Gary V. Okay, I thought you heard of him. This is not probably gonna make sense if you haven't. But he's a big uh, motivational speaker. I guess that's the best word to use for him. But he, you know, okay. If you know him, this can make sense. If you does, if you don't know him, it's not gonna make sense. But he is always like, you know, work, 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 and. I listen to him because he's like raw, straight to the point. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't care what other, other people think. So that's why it's fun to watch him and listen to him. Yeah. And he's always been put out content. And if it, if it sucks, that doesn't matter. People can watch it if you have value. And even him going from uploading daily, like for years now, going to uploading weekly. So I think this year is going to be quality over, over quantity, I think. Yeah, really. And I think it's important uh, to find like, I don't really know how to, yeah, but to find a balance, I think. But let's say edits, for example. I think edits are really good, like, uh, showcase of quality over quantity. Let, let's say, for example, NTK again, he, he doesn't really put up like a lot of videos like every week or every day and stuff like that but the videos he do put out is the quality is, is really really high like it's really good videos yeah for real and i mean that shows that you don't need to be uh, having uh, a lot of videos you just need to make a few good videos because he's like a hundred thousand subscribers and some shit and he's yeah. just uploading like every other month or something like that yeah exactly so yeah like quality it's important yeah, just just make something that people are wanting to watch. But I think the most important thing is make something you are proud of. That's like the big thing. Yeah. If you're proud of it, it's going to be easier to show it to people and easier for people to enjoy it, I think. Yeah, um, and, and that, that brings back uh, us to like one of the first points we took up. It was like how we got into YouTube and stuff like that. And <laughs> I remember when I was like, I don't know, like 10, 11, I used to make, like, as I said, I used to make Minecraft videos. And I, I didn't tell anybody that I made Minecraft videos because I weren't proud of them. I was like, okay, I was like kind of shy and I didn't want to show anyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's like, that's really changed now that I've started making bike videos and stuff like that. Because as soon as I post a video, I'm always like upgrading, uh, updating my Instagram and like putting it out there. And that's, that's a big part of having a YouTube channel. It's yeah. like getting your name out there. Yeah, you need to definitely be authentic, but that's coming, like, as we said, like, you need to be proud of what you make to be able to put it out there. Yes. Because people are gonna judge you. They're gonna rip it apart sometimes, dude. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> when you put out something, you're like, yo, this this video is good. That Everybody calls you, tells you it's trash. Like, that hurts, but you need, if you're proud of it, you're still gonna, like, if you're gonna have to learn from the feedback and you're gonna take it and make it better. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, th- and learn to know who to listen to because some people just out to put up bullshit like mm. <laughs> and, and that's, that's pretty interesting you brought, you brought that up like 
you're pretty big on YouTube now. Like you have over six thousand subscribers. Yeah, uh, I guess that's like, big. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty big. Well, yep. if you if you compare it to me, that's really big. But yeah. Uh, anyways, like, how how's it? Ha have you gotten like hate or something like that? Yes, people. Some people just don't like me working on bikes. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is guy he is subscribed to my channel like if you know if you have like uh, so you can turn your subscriptions on and off so people can see them or not yeah and this guy like if you go into the comments on the youtube studio you can see those people who have turned on like so people can see who they're subscribed to you can see next to their name how long they've been subscribed and this guy he comments on every single video <laughs> telling me that i suck and like makes this essay of like <laughs> reasons that you should not watch me and he's been subscribed for like eight months <laughs> <laughs> what that doesn't make any sense no it's just the weirdest thing i'm like how can you be so sad that you go out of your way to put that comment on every single video like <laughs> Dedication, I mean, like, sure, I mean, yeah. I respect the, like, the dedication, but take that dedication, put it into something that can make a change, make a difference, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people are interesting, man. Yeah, and I don't, I, and I think it's really, I think it's important to, like, block out that, like, the hate. I mean, I think there there is a reason behind it, some of them, uh, so yeah. learn from it and then take it into consideration, but don't focus on it. No, exactly. Exactly. But it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, and, and I also think it's a, it's a big difference between hate and feedback. Like, feedback can be both positive and negative. Yeah. Uh, and it can be really negative. But, like, hate, that's, just, that's usually more like, okay, this is not feedback, but it's like, I just don't like you. I, yeah. Yeah. But there are people... Here's the thing, there's constructive feedback and there's feedback. Of course you have feedback like, yeah, this is good, this is bad. But I think what people should be doing, I, I'm, I'm not doing this all the time, but I try to, is when you say this is bad, tell how you can fix it, like constructive feedback. Like, okay, I don't like this, but in my opinion, you could probably like, you know, put this song here or, you know, did this instead. Exactly. So then you're helping them out. Like, yeah, you know, here's a solution to the problem that I found. Yeah, and that that's really hard as well because you can't you can't make every single human like no. uh, you you can't make you can't uh, ah my English is very good no but you can't, <laughs> you can't make everyone happy no like there's all there's always gonna be someone that doesn't like one thing or another thing so yeah yeah there's one thing wait I need to see if I can find this thing it's such a good like quote or whatever um let's see if i can find it it's uh something like yeah uh, okay i can't find it but it's something like if you if you're going to make everyone happy don't do something like unique or something like that if you're gonna make everyone happy sell ice cream because everything else <laughs> you're going to upset someone but ice yeah, cream I everybody's gonna be happy about <laughs> yeah, if somebody's mad about ice cream, they they have a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Can't be mad oh, fuck that cream. guy. Like, he's selling ice cream. I hate him. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that can't be a thing. I mean, probably. I mean, like, there's like 7 billion people on this earth, so probably yeah. someone, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, can, can, you, can you see that? Like, a guy just... Like, the ice cream truck pulls up, and he's like, damn, that ice cream truck making the kids happy. 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> Just like an old man, like. <laughs> yeah, trying to go to sleep at night, and the ice cream truck comes at, like at like 9 p.m. with the like the melody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I'm here. And it's like no, I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yo, we have been going for like an hour now. This is crazy. I think yeah, we I might like that. cut it now and then, you know, because this would be a good conversation and we need to save some for the next episode, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think so as well. I mean, this would be crazy. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I definitely, like, I thought we were going to have some conversation, but like a ongoing conversation for an hour, that's crazy. I, I, I really like this. I think I really want to do more episodes on this podcast. Yeah, it's really fun. And and as you said before, if you have any feedback, just write it down in the comments or wherever on Instagram. So Yeah, back back will crew on Instagram or uh, anyone of anyone of us on Instagram, Olaf Booman or Moro, or in the comments yeah. if you're listening on YouTube. And uh, maybe in the future get some guests on, so that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm sure we can get some people on. Yeah, that wraps wrap this episode up. Yeah, thanks for watching. I really appreciate you guys watching. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you follow the podcast. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram. So stay updated to know what's happening. We're going to try to post this like every week. What day should we post this podcast on? Should we do like uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday? Which day should we post this podcast on? Because we need like, if we have a schedule, like once a week, whatever, you know. I think we can do it. Yeah, of course, of course. Like what day? Do you, do you have an idea of what day we can post this on? I don't know. Maybe like, I, I would say like Friday, maybe. Yeah, Friday sounds good. Just because so, like, well, people are off work, maybe they have a... But also like, I would, I, I would say like people are more busy on Fridays. Maybe they're like going out with friends and stuff like that. So maybe like, yeah. I don't know, Wednesday. I, I don't really think it matters that much. To be honest. Nah, let's, let's just maybe like, do, okay, we'll figure something out. But somewhere, we're going to have that fixed for next episode. But we know at once a week, follow us on social, so, or socials. Okay, that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, next next episode, we're going to tell you when like the schedule is going to be. But follow us on the Instagram, uh, and we're going to post there when we upload the next episode. So once a week, stay, stay hyped, stay awesome, stay motivated, stay happy, just have fun, ride, and have a good time. So I don't. I've said everything for this podcast. Do you have anything more to say? Well, I don't know. Peace. Yeah. Shout out to you guys for watching and staying to the end. But yeah, thank you guys so much for watching or listening. And yeah, I appreciate you guys. See you guys next time.